Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, September 25th. 2023 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside forbes 30 under 30 aka the second best baby blues in san francisco aka the new york times quoted at tim gettys but tim host i want to say two things greg one shout out to bearcat the black in the chat first time watching live hey love to see it love to see it second off welcome back thanks for having me hearing you intro this show it felt it felt right, Greg. It felt wrong for two weeks. Two weeks. And I'm you sorry, were gone. everybody. I had to leave you here in the hands of these slobs. We'd be slobbing, Greg. Blessing. Oh yeah. Snowbike Mike on mm-hmm. here. I saw Timothy Getty. I was wondering how how many people you were gonna name. You said blessing. Jessica and you Howard. I have no long beef enough. With. Yeah, no beef with Jess. Of course, of course. Did you have fun on your vacation? I had a great vacation, of course. Good. Uh, yeah, two weeks off, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, when Jen and I decided to start a family, she said we get 18 summers with this kid. You're taking two weeks off. We're taking two weeks off to hang out with him every year. And I'm like, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. So, yeah, we went up to Canada, had a cabin on the lake for a while. That was very nice. Came back, cleaned the house for a long time. Never ending. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. All these trips to Goodwill trying to get rid of stuff. Mm. New stuff just coming in. You can't get away from it. Too much new stuff, yeah. Too much new stuff. Went apple picking. Went to the pumpkin patch. All the pictures. Did a whole bunch of family stuff out there. But a great time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you? What have I missed? Um, you've missed, uh, well, Xbox didn't leak a bunch of like their own information, right? Uh, the fall and fall of unity. Mm, um, mm, you missed. Mm. Yeah. Just Xbox. The, the, the court stuff just continues to go, Greg. Yeah, um, but like, remember when I took the months off for paternity leave? Yeah. You guys let NFTs happen. That didn't happen again, right? Yeah. No NFTs this okay. time. Okay. Uh, we were, things were better about that, okay. but good. yeah, there was uh, definitely a lot going, a lot of video games. A lot yeah. of good video games. A lot of great video games. Yeah. I feel like in the time you were gone, you must have missed at least four games that Blessing reviewed, but sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's about right. That's about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I came back for Cyberpunk, but the rest of them, when I looked at it, you know, this was a, a minefield of trying to find two weeks of vacation for the summer because oh, yeah. the summer didn't stop. And then I saw this little thing here where I'm like, a lot of games there that are not Greg's jam. Mortal Kombat, Lies mm-hmm. of P, don't need to worry about You're that. Out. Cyberpunk, good. I got to be part of the conversation. So I came back and reviewed that with you. Thanks to the power. Of the Xbox Series S and the X screen, which I want to talk about in the X cast eventually. But I mean, all those games, we have reviews of all of them up. Now. We're a real Inclu- company. Including Mortal Kombat 1, mm-hmm. which we did, which was a bonus games cast last week. Mm-hmm. So you can check that out. It was good. Watch it. Did, did the numbers do good? The numbers are good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can change that, though. Go watch them. They can make it. We yes. tried. We did all this for you. You understand what we're doing over here? We're making Blessing work really hard. Mm-hmm. Is that not good enough for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's doing, it's doing all right. All right? Okay, all good. Right. Well, yeah, there's been a lot of good reviews out there. I like yeah. that. I like that. I mean, it's not even over. Now, mm-hmm. it's that thing where I'm coming back <laughs> off the bench. I feel like October's my month. Oh, yeah. Alan Wake 2, mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. got a lot of stuff going on in there. Yeah, I'm playing Mario Alan Wake Wonder. 1 right now. Yeah, Mario Wonder. That's your jam. You're playing what? Alan Wake 1 right Alan now. Alan Wake 1. I went back to that Final Fantasy for you. I, I, I had to get yeah. on the game of the year grind for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. yeah, yeah. I yeah, saw yeah. that. I'm yeah. excited about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, too, yeah, many yeah. Games, too many big games, though. That's the thing. Lots you got to pick and choose. You can't be doing them all. 
Well, what if I told you there was another big game on the horizon? That's right. Cal Kestis himself has confirmed that Star Wars Jedi 3 is real. Uh, he did not confirm this, so don't put them together. But Sony's getting hacked, and there's so much more. We're going to talk about it all because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, of course, be part of the show by writing in for free at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD with your questions, comments, concerns, squad up requests, then... Tune in to watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every week. Now, I see a lot of people saying, welcome back, Greg. Greg's back. That's great. I'll tell you what. It is great to be back, and I'm only back because of your support on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunny. Over on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunny, you could go get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free. Of course, you could get a bevy of bonus episodes, including the new 10-minute Greg way I'm putting up today, recapping a whole bunch of stuff in my life. And then, of course, you could get cool merch and all sorts of sweet exclusives only on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunny. If you have no bucks to toss our way, why not support us on the Epic Game Store? When you're checking out, you can use the creator code KindOfFunny, and even when you're playing on Fortnite, Rocket League, etc., on your xbox playstation or switch you can toss that in there when you're getting something for free and it still benefits me greg miller trending gamer of the year that year doesn't matter housekeeping for you a new episode of 20 minutes of tears with greg and brian altano is up right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games again thanks to your support on patreon back last october you funded me and brian doing a let's play series it has been rolling along as we sit there drink beers and do 20 minutes of tears of the kingdom uh at this point this many episodes in we are feeling the beers yeah i believe last week was the one where there was the ongoing debate about how the moblins reproduce great and that was insanity but it kind of set off where the rest of this trajectory Good. is going Good. so they so can every- catch up now exactly Now's the perfect time to jump in and go off with us and have some fun. Okay. Uh, We've got a new Jabroni merch line designed by Cameron French of French Dip Designs. It's available for the next three days on kindoffunny.com slash store. You can see it right there. The Jabroni boys out in full force. Love it. I appreciate that we didn't put Nick in any of of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I understand. the Pokedex shirt too. You know, some would say the best of them. That'd be me. I would say that. Remember when when Joey was like, Greg, you got to wear the Pokedex shirt. And I was like, got it. And then I came out and I was like, is this a Pokedex? Because I've never seen it. I don't know what the fuck yeah. this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Because I, I play the, you know, the phone one. I play mm-hmm. Go. Mm-hmm. And I play the Switch ones. They ain't walking around with this 3DS looking ugly ass thing. They do. They do. Nah, they got Sheikah Slates. Yeah. Cool looking things. I guess you're, you're the Rodent phones, Greg. You exactly. wouldn't. Thank you. You don't know you're Pokemon right. at all. I don't all. know shit. I'm a poser. It just sucks that like your knowledge of Pokemon ended in 1997. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That's where you stopped at. Mm-hmm. You and Michael Bryan's little brother walking around Walmart talking about Pokemon. Get out of here. That's a, that's a deep cut on a kid you don't know. Life. That's just a memory for me. Yep. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Brave Athos, Jedi Master, Deadpool, and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money, Shady Rays, and DoorDash. But we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. A Baker's Dozen. World's okayest gamer in the chat says, I was born in 1997, lol. And it's that thing where I want that, y'all, you're so young. But even now, you look at it like it's not even that young anymore. Yeah. Right? Because I'm not going to do the math. You're fucking old. I'm not going to do that math, but it's he's at least 23. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, at least 26. Might as well be dead. You got a mortgage yet, kid? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Got an in-ground swimming pool. <laughs> it's been bad. Oh, you know, fuck. We have a KF podcast later today. Two weeks of it just built. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Do I got a great bit for the KF podcast? Do I? It's not. It's at Nick's expense, not yours. Okay, good. Thank okay. God. How many national tragedies does it involve? No, 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 no. And maybe alluding to him having a terminal illness. Number one on the Roper Report. Cal Kestis actor confirms Star Wars Jedi 3 during Comic-Con panel. This is Jordan Midler, friend of the show at VGC. Uh, Cal Kestis actor uh, Cameron Monaghan. I always feel like I screwed this last name up. That sounds right to me. Right. Chad, I, I, think, I feel like I'm still wrong because it's not like Bobby Monaghan. Or that's a different name too. Monaghan? Monaghan. I'm going to say Cameron Monaghan uh, has said he is currently working on a third Star Wars Jedi game. During a panel at Ocala Comic-Con, they're just throwing Comic-Cons anywhere now. No no wonder Jordan left off just Comic-Con panels. Like, what Comic-Con happened? Oh, of course, the Ocala Comic-Con. <laughs> Barrett, I need the, I, need, I know you're prepping a bunch of great stuff here. I love that. When you get the chance, I want to see the page for Ocala Comic-Con. Is this in California? Is this in Canada? Where am I, I going? I don't know where Are Ocala they even is. legally allowed to call themselves a, 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 a Comic-Con? Anyways, Cameron said, quote, we're working on a third and we're in the process of doing that right now. That's a big undertaking, and there have been some conversations so far, but hopefully when all things are said and done, we'll be able to go in and make something really cool. End quote. Ocala Comic-Con. Oh, my God. Ocala, Florida. There's no rules down there. Yeah. Because Florida's in international waters, so it just makes sense. Look at that knockoff. Is it a Batman? <laughs> is, is it a Batman? Is it a Batman in there? <laughs> Who knows? It's, it's clearly a thing. Ocala flying close to the sun on a lot of lawsuits. And I bet if you took him to court right now, you're like, hey, Ocala Comic Con. You can't say Comic Con. They'd be like, "Oh no, we're we're Ocala Comic Conol." <laughs> like <laughs> the square is also a zero. Or no? Shout out to Big Band uh, A Day to Remember from uh, Ocala. Oh, oh really? Ocala. Yeah. Okay. Ocala. The best thing to come out of there Oklahoma, since this Florida. news. Uh, the panel took place only shortly after Stig Asmussen, the director of both Star Wars Jedi games, announced he was leaving developer that Respawn Entertainment. Too. I missed While that. Actually, yeah. I was joking about not keeping it. Well, I was joking about feeling out of the loop, but that actually means yeah, that's, out of the loop. that's just wild. last week. Why did he say just cause? Yeah, there wasn't like like a reason or anything, cool. good, bad, whatever. But yeah, okay. like it's well, that's it, upsetting. Tides are turning though. As Bloomberg reported, Asmussen is leaving Respawn and is its parent company EA uh, with his next destination currently unknown. After careful uh, thought and consideration, Stig Asmussen has decided to leave Respawn to pursue other adventures. And we wish him the best of luck. An EA spokesperson told Bloomberg in a statement that was clearly generated by an AI. And then Glenn left too. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's crazy. And Kamiya. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we will get there eventually. Wow. Yeah. It's, leaving. The tides are changing, as you mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Stig's kind of like going out on a high note. Yeah. Whereas Glenn and Callisto is kind of like, all right. Yeah. All right, yeah uh, but yeah, definitely a high note. Uh, and this is exciting as hell, if it's true and whatever this means. You know, I feel like voice actors oftentimes uh, are privy to different information than the facts. Uh, mm-hmm. But I also feel like that means sometimes that they know things that they shouldn't. And I mean, that kind of like leads to. For me, this is. I, it's exciting to hear, and I'm not taking away from it, but it's a no shit Sherlock thing, right? Where it's like, the games have been so good. Yeah. You know, uh, the last one was so good that obviously we want to get more. And Stig, before he announced he was leaving, very rudely while I was gone, had said publicly, right, that he saw it as a trilogy and he wanted to do a third and yada yada. So it's like, we've seen that's where it's going. Respawn's been talking about that. So it's good to know. And I don't, I mean, Cameron clearly broke well. some rules here, as yeah, always. Of course. These voice actors, you can't trust them. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but yeah, no big deal. Cool. That's great. 
I'm very excited though. I love Survivor, and it's funny because I, I feel like Survivor is going to get its due over time. I, and I, I don't know when that's yeah, going to be. Yeah, I was going to say, but, yeah. But I do, I don't think it's good. I'm talking about like game wars or anything like that. I'm just saying like, I do think that as time goes on, people are going to think of the Jedi games very fondly. Like, and sure. I know it's, it's, it sounds very obvious to say, but like, especially because they're both IP based things. But I think we're going to talk about the Jedi games the way we have talked about the Arkham games. Like in the future, when we look back and like, Oh man, but those those Star Wars games were like incredible. Okay. And I think once the trilogy is done, whatever that ends up being. Yeah, you know, Jedi Survivor, right, has gotten the short end of the stick this year. I feel like in a lot of ways, even though it's funny because we're on the basically the precipice of Spider-Man 2, it's getting Spider-Man 2018's treatment. But not even, where I feel like that one still was like, ah, oh, you're not going to get nominated for Game of the Year and all that stuff, but you did great. Or even if you get nominated, you're not going to win, blah, blah, blah. Whereas I think when we get to the end of the year, I'll be shocked to see Survivor in like the shortlist for Game Awards and stuff like that. I mean, Greg, that is another thing you've missed is having this conversation about a thousand No, times. we've had this but, even before I left. Yeah, but, but what are the six going to be? Like yep. as we get closer and closer and things start to crystallize a little bit more of like, I feel like there are a couple slam dunk guarantees, but just a couple and that makes the rest of the like four spots. Sure. Cause I feel like Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate three are like the locks for, okay. for game of the year of the two out of six for the game awards, game of the year nominations. What are the other four spots? It's just gonna be a fucking fight. So I feel like it is just as likely that Jedi Survivor gets it as Final Fantasy 16 or okay. a bunch of other games, Diablo 4, a uh, ton of other stuff. Interesting. You think they this Phantom Liberty DLC slides in there? I think it could. Yeah. You know, Mario Wonder. Can DLC be nominated for Game of the Year? In real life, yes. What Jeff's rules are, I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. And that's not a knock against Jeff. I'm just saying. I'm no, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. If you were asking me if I could, if if I was, you know, yeah, of course I can. Yeah. Especially yeah. with 2.0 and all that jazz. Mm, blah, blah. Mm, and then mm, I was trying to figure this out. We're going to bed last night. What every year we get to the voting deadline in November, right? And Gary would have throws a fucking little shit fit. Where yeah, why you can make oh governor, you can make this rule whatever. But he did this, and it's excluding this game. What games got excluded last year that are going to be on the list that we're going to be? Oh, that's a really good question. I mean, there's always something that comes out late. Yeah, something to think about. Yeah, when did Pentiment come out? I feel like Pentiment came out pretty late Mm, into the year. mm, mm. I forget if that was nominated for stuff or not. Avatar will get a the the shaft this year. You know, Mm, unfortunately, yeah. You think that's gonna be game of the year? No. Okay, just make sure. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. Maybe a lot of morons love the blue people. I'll yeah. tell you what. I mean, Far Cry Three was uh, released in December, right? That was a big thing. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, I know. But I hear you. I, but I hear, you, I hear you. I hear you. Sonic Frontiers. Here's what I'll tell you, Tim. As you know, I'm anti Avatar in every sense of the word. Yeah. I didn't like back in the day. James Cameron opened this door and tried to push this 3D agenda, and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to stand in your way, Mr. Cameron, and I did. And not many people joined me, and the movie was very successful. And he's like, no, I'm going to make 19 more over the next three decades. And I was like, I hope this never happens, and I wish you ill, James Cameron. And then it seemed like I won Uh for a while. It seemed like I won for a while because it just didn't happen. And everybody everybody was like, you know what? Wait, 3D fucking sucks for movies and TV. And it seemed like I won. But then James Cameron reared his ugly head again in the past year, you know, 365 days, and put out this other Avatar one, the Way of Water, the Bender, whatever, the whatever. And so, like... I was like, man, that fucking sucks. And then you were like, no, people love him. Everybody loves him. I love him. People love him. And so then, like, you know, a movie came and it was a big thing for a little while, right? And people were like, oh, Top Gun, this is a big deal. You know what I mean? Now Avatar is going to be a big deal. Got to be a big deal. And so, like, 
it came and went though. Like I, I weathered the storm. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how your TikTok algorithm works. But I get a lot of the people going to their basements when the tornadoes come in and then they come up like, holy jeez, Mary, the house is knocked out. I was in the basement, right? And I came up and the house was in pretty good shape. I was like, you know what? We survived another avatar. I'm on the fucking plane to Canada. <laughs> That was all the prologue of this uh-huh. I'm on the plane to Canada. Maybe coming home. Doesn't matter. And, you know, once we get bent down, you can kind of, you're left to your own devices on the plane. Mm-hmm. And so I was playing uh, Cyberpunk on the Xbox Series X and X screen. It was amazing. I want to talk about it next cast. But I kept watching across several different screens this Avatar movie. Right? Like I was, people had captions on, so I'd be like watch here and, and I like, they'd end it, but then I'd pop over there. Oh, that's where I missed and I'd catch the whole fucking thing or whatever. And when this fucking lady started talking to a whale, I'm like, this is the stupidest fucking movie ever made. Just stop, James Cameron. You know what I mean? Just fucking stop. And yeah. then the other guy at the end of the movie, son for a son. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Sam Worthington. It was awesome. Fucking movies, man. They're good. They're really good. Oh, and now the strike's about to end, so there's going to be more shit. You know, mm-hmm. I was hoping that would be, uh, that would hoping that would stop James yeah. Cameron. You know yeah. what I mean? Now I got to get in some kind of frivolous lawsuit with him. Because mm-hmm. if we can get him caught in the legal see. system and not paying attention to the movies, I never have to see them again. But I hope the game's good. Number two on the Roper Report, a ransomware group. Sorry, just, just to go back to what we were talking about, like, there's not, doesn't seem to be any real game of consequence from post Game Awards last year. Okay. There's like Callisto Protocol um, and, and things like that that I don't think are yeah. actually going to, to, to make it. Dead Space was this year. Yeah. Do you ever stop Resident and think about that? Dead Space year. was this year. Metroid Primary Master. Oh this my God. That is actually crazy when you, when yeah. you hear that. Wild. I gotta play that too. You do, man. It's good. So okay. Good. Okay. Uh, number two on the Roper Report. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a very important you're wrong. Bingus says, isn't Avatar just MCU for hippies? Avatar's <laughs> so stupid. But again, maybe the game will be good. I, I, I want it on the record. Mm-hmm. That as somebody who hates the Avatar movies, I do love a good Ubisoft game. So I am willing to try this game and enjoy it and be a fan of the game, but not that movie. Yeah. I just want that yeah, on the yeah, record. Yeah. Just on the record, all right? Because I don't need to fucking come out and say I like the game. And everybody, you hate the movies, Greg. Clip this and remember this, all right? Remember this, everybody. Do you remember the Back to the Future cartoon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a weird one, right? Yeah. My brother, this wouldn't surprise you at all, yeah. begins every morning watching animated series based on movies. Nice. Like Beetlejuice. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I guess not a movie, but there was an animated show. Based on the show with Based Calista? on the show, yeah. Calista? Yeah. No, Cl- not Cl- Clarissa. Uh, Clarissa. 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 She explains it all. Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa Joan Hart. She follows everybody on Twitter. Yes, not me. Number two. A ransomware group claims to have breached, quote, unquote, all Sony systems. This is Tom Ivan of VGC. Ransomware group ransomed.vc uh, claims to have successfully breached Sony group and is threatening to sell a cache of data stolen from the Japanese company. While his claims remain unverified, Cybersecurity Connect reports that the relative ransomware newcomer, quote, has racked up an impressive amount of victims, end quote, since bursting onto the scene last month. Jesus. Quote, we have successfully compromised all of Sony's systems, the group claimed on both, it, both the clear and dark nets. Quote, we won't ransom them, exclamation mark. We will sell the data due to Sony not <laughs> wanting to pay. Quote, unquote, and then it's all caps. Data is for sale, end quote. According to Cybersecurity Connect, the group has posted some proof-of-hack data, although it says this is, quote-unquote, not particularly compelling information on the face of things, end quote. Uh, It includes what appears to be a screenshot of an internal login page, an internal PowerPoint presentation, several Java files, and a file tree of the leak, which seemingly includes fewer than 6,000 files. 
the group listed a post date of September 28th, after which, if nobody purchases the data, it presume is if nobody purchases the data, is presumably when ransomed. Dot VC will publish the data wholesale. Ransom.vc is said to be both a ransomware operator and a ransom as a service organization. It claims to be a, quote, secure solution for addressing data security vulnerabilities within companies and also uh, to be operating, quote, in strict compliance with GDPR and data privacy laws, end quote. Quote, in cases where payment is not received, we are obligated to report a data privacy law violation to the GDCPR agency, exclamation mark, the group says. This is wild. There's like a lot of threat in this. A lot of threat, <laughs> you know? But they're a service, apparently. You know what I mean? Like, they got to do, they have to do it to be in line with the GDP PR information. Yeah, it just sounds weird, man. I don't very know. Weird. I don't, very I don't, weird. I don't like this, and I, I wonder where it's going to end up. Where do you see this lying? Well, you hope it's just bogus, or it's information that nobody really cares about, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, we've, I've lived through this before. Yeah. I've lived through the great PSN outage. Of course. It's Kelly. I don't need to do that again. I All really right? We don't need to come happen. in here and do a drunk podcast when everything comes up. Uh, great big, content, though. Great content. Went to a, a Imran's bachelor party. <laughs> That's what Roger pulled out of his hat to talk to me about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, if you want to go to my Twitter uh, there, Mr. Barrett Courtney, and go to the my latest retweet. I t- retweeted the one, the only Cameron Kennedy, who really nailed it. Uh, Cameron quote tweeted uh, the article from VGC and said, "If this in any way affects me playing Spider Man, I will hunt them down myself." Mm. That is the big concern, right? <laughs> that is the big one where you have to stop and go. You know what? I don't know anything about this ransomware people. Mm-mm. So I, I'd like to take it with a grain of salt. I'd like to take it some internet posturing. I'd like to believe they just got in there and they got files for the latest headphones or some garbage. You know what I mean? Like the stuff I don't care about from Sony. But then you, you start extrapolating again, living through the great PSN outage. And you see that we are so close to Spider-Man two that if this fucks up something for Spider-Man two, that would be my big fear. That would be my big concern right now. I'm not too worried about it right now. I'm like the dinosaurs at the end of good ball, like you know, high episode one. <laughs> Right, we're like ah, this meteor might hit us, but it ain't gonna hit us. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I I'm gonna know. keep, I'm gonna keep getting ready for Battle of the Bands. I'm not gonna worry okay. about the meteor in the air yet. That's fair. A lot of the wording here, I just really don't like. Like, I feel sure. like we're brushing past the fact that we've racked up an impressive amount of victims. Mm-hmm. So that's for their service. But they're a service. Yeah, this I don't is the know. same way Carmack talks like, to me. They've got, like, <laughs> <laughs> they've got an impressive amount of victims. They say, yeah, like ransomed.vc. Just like every like, just the word ransom. I Man. feel is just like there's no service. <laughs> like, no, you're yeah, doing something real not. bad. Probably not. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I hope we all get to play Spider Man too. I also hope this doesn't uh, turn more malicious than it sounds. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 We'll keep our we'll keep our eye on it. And of course, you'll know about it. I'm sure if. PlayStation and Sony have to come out and take a giant bow again. We'll see what's up. Scary times. It is. But is it or is it not? I don't know. Again, episode one, goodbye, Volcano High. That's not going to hit us. Not going to hit us. Don't worry about that over there. Yeah. Be over here. How did the dinosaurs die, Greg? The Ice Age. <laughs> thank, thank you. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. No, but really, though, how'd they, how'd they die? I mean, I have a meteor, right? But like, how'd the meteor kill them? It smashed into the earth and then made that giant shockwave and blotted out the sun and everything died that way. Yeah, okay. But it wasn't like the meteor came down and like hit them all right. Not a real question. No, you've watched enough yeah. Armageddon. Yeah, 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 no, no. I, yeah Somebody on Twitter <laughs> tweeted out like, "Wait a minute, how did the, we talked about this on KF podcast a okay, while okay. ago?" But like, how did they die? Like, I know the meteor, but like, how did the meteor hit them all? And someone's like, "No, that's not what happened." That's hilarious. That's really really funny. So yeah, and then a lot of people in the Twitter replies were like, 
I didn't know that. I, I, I had to come clean. I just never thought about it. You know what I mean? I just, that's not something that I was wasting my time with. I'm not an Andy Cortez, a dinosaur yeah. enthusiast. I think dinosaurs are pretty cool. The, the closest I got to something like that recently was I was, you know, I, I basically I'll play the video games down in the basement, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'll start nodding off of the controller. I'm like, all right, it's time for bed. But what that really means is maybe I'll power nap so I can play a little bit more video games or I turn it off. And either even if it's power nap or it's turning it off, I then open up TikTok to give myself a little treat. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's like, I don't need to worry about it. And I got served one the other, but I was like kind of tired. But it was this, it wasn't, uh, I don't even know what this guy's deal was, but he's making some presentation where he was arguing, uh, it was it's it's an unfounded presentation arguing against like the idea of uh, creation creationism, right? Of like, well, no, dinosaurs are real, but then why aren't they mentioned in the Bible? And the guy's like, there's zero mentions of dinosaurs in the Bible, but there's this many mentions of dragons. And so, wouldn't an ancient civilization think that? Uh, and I'm like, think, I'm like, oh, this is fascinating, like. Dinosaurs living among Jesus. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, no. Like, we know that's not right. Like, that's not what he's saying. I was like, oh, you know, like, this oh, is maybe, interesting. Maybe we, maybe, maybe we missed some information. And you're like, oh, no. He's talking about the fucking bones that they're finding then, but they're yeah, calling dragon yeah, bones. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But it was only like, a, it was that fraction of a second where I was like, oh, no, wait, no, 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 no. no. Carbon dating has proven that not to be the case. You know what I mean? <laughs> but can you imagine? Yeah. Why wasn't there a 13th apostle and one of them just so happened to be a raptor? There it is, Jesus on a one. I don't know what kind of Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. Uh, number three on the Roper Report, and I'm gonna need I, Hideki. I got Kamiya. 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 Yeah, got it. Number three on the Roper Report, Bayonetta director and Platinum Games co-founder Hideki Kamiya is leaving the studio. This is John Porter at the Verge. Hideki Kai. Kamiya, the Japanese video game director known for his work on Bayonetta, Beautiful Joe, and the Wonderful 101, is leaving Platinum Games. The news was first announced by the, de uh, the development studio on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, uh, with he himself confirming the news via his own account shortly afterwards. He is due to officially leave Platinum on October 12th. Although neither party gave an exact reason for Kamiya's departure from the studio, where he currently serves as vice president, it sounds like it's an amicable separation. Don't they always sound like it's an amicable separation? Quote, we are truly grateful for his creative ideas, leadership, and contribution to the growth of Platinum Games from our startup to this very day, the company's AI statements reads. That's not really AI. Why don't we keep saying it? <laughs> Quote, we believe that he will continue to succeed in his future endeavors as a game creator. Future endeavors. We are looking forward to seeing the game industry grow into a better place with him in it. We wish him all the best for the future. The tweets themselves from the one, the only, Kamiya read like this. As announced on the official Platinum Games X account, God, I hate that, I will be leaving Platinum Games on October 12th, 2023. This came after a lot of consideration based on my own beliefs and was by no means an easy decision to make. However, I feel this outcome is for the best. I will continue to create in my Hideki uh, Kamiya way. I hope you will keep your eyes peeled. I will. Very interesting. Yeah. We'll see where this all shakes out as well. Like, I do think that this one reads a little bit more hostile than the the Stig one mm -hmm. um, or even the Glenn one. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but also I know that he is a personality. So I'm sure that this is not the last we'll hear <laughs> of whatever happened, whether it was good or bad. I think that it'll be even more clear. We'll future. eventually get into it. Yeah, for sure. So you say the Glenn one didn't read as hostile or whatever, right? But like that one, I feel like the way just between the lines, right? Of like yeah. new IP doesn't perform. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I don't want to imply anything, but like the hostile can mean a couple different ways of like, 
needing someone out for different types of reasons. You know what I mean? Okay. Whereas like not wanting to work with someone versus like, oh, this isn't working. Gotcha. You okay. 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 Fair. 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 But I, I don't fucking know. You don't know, ladies and gentlemen. You don't know, ladies and gentlemen. You don't know. But maybe we will later. Who knows? I think we will. You know what else I know? Patreon.com slash kinda funny is a great place to go to. Of course, you can get each and every episode of the show ad free. Of course, you get more than 300 bonus episodes since we launched the spare bedroom in October. Of course, you can watch us record the kind of funny podcast later this afternoon, live and ad free before it goes anywhere else. But most important for right now, you can get this episode of kind of funny games daily ad free. But since you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny, here's a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Did you burn your last piece of toast? Have the avocados gone bad? Is the hot sauce bottle empty? You can try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. You already know how much all of us here at Kind of Funny love DoorDash, but with thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or they'll make it right. You want even more value? You can save on all of your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. With easy substitutes right in the app and best-in-class customer support, you can get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code KINDA at checkout. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code KINDA. Don't forget, that's code KINDA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. This episode's brought to you by Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code KINDAFUNNY for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Again, that's ShadyRays.com. Use the code KINDA funny. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. And it has surprised multiple of my friends and people at Kind of Funny how many subscriptions they have that they forgot they are still paying for. That's why I'm such a big fan of Rocket Money. It's so easy to cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. 
Rocket Money can even negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bills and Rocket Money will take care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. One more time, rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. Numero quattro on the Roper Report. Capcom boss would quote unquote gracefully decline any Microsoft buyout offer. This is Wesley Yin Poole at IGN.com. Amid the many and varied documents coming out of Microsoft's battle to buy Activision Blizzard for $69 billion, our emails and strategy slides revealing companies on Xbox's potential hit list. It seems most video game publishers have at one point fallen under the eye of Microsoft's mergers and acquisitions team, including Square Enix, Sega, and even Nintendo. Capcom, the company behind Monster Hunter, Resident Evil, and Street Fighter, is often mentioned as a potential acquisition target. But... How would Capcom respond if Microsoft came calling? That's exactly what Capcom COO uh, was asked during his interview with Bloomberg at Tokyo Game Show 2023. His answer? No thanks. Quote, I would gracefully decline the offer because I believe it would be better if we were equal partners. I think there have been many merger and acquisition talks in the games industry. There was once a time we were a target. But rather than acquiring an outside company, we prefer organic growth. It is important to train and develop human resources in-house in order to carry out growth strategies. I also believe we can utilize external partners, but we have no intention of acquiring companies, end quote. You love to see it. Everybody talks that shit till they show up that with is, a dump truck full of money. That is true, too. That is true, too. But I do think when it comes to Capcom, they are in a unique position right now where they're putting out banger after banger, and they're kind of bringing their franchises uh, into a modern era to be more successful than they ever were. And I think that's the, the best thing going for them right now is every time they're putting out these games, they're breaking records, their own records, when it comes to Resident Evil and Monster Hunter. And I can see them continuing to do that. Yeah, there you go, Monster Hunter Now. Monster Hunter Now, everybody, what's your Hunter rank? We got there, <laughs> we gonna go get some Rathalos, what's up? <laughs> Uh, but they've been so successful at giving the audience well, what I'm they want. I'm gonna fuck up this Shamos watch. Please do. Please do. Tap away, Greg. Get over there. Wow. That me? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Anyways, um, they put out so many great games that uh, critics love, the audience loves, people are buying. The clip at which they're putting them out is ridiculously impressive. Yeah. Um, there is the reality that they're running out of Resident Evils. And <laughs> once they, they do, it's going to be Monster Hunter World be 2. Let's go. Monster Hunter World 2, inevitable. Like, I feel like we are so due for that. Um, in fact, I'm shocked that, you know, I was saying that Blessing was crazy for thinking that TGS was going to have like any notable like type of uh, showcase or conference yeah. or whatever. I was wrong. They did. Uh, but it seems like, and is TGS over yet? Or I got a press release about something out of it again today. So yeah, things like, oh, are popping up. I know Final Fantasy VII Rebirth showing a ton of stuff, which, by the way, Greg, I gave my thoughts on PS I Love You about Final Fantasy you VII sure Rebirth, did. and I stand by those thoughts. I'm seeing everything that they're showing at TGS. And I'm like, why didn't you let me play that? Because they want you to get hype. Set the bar low, then jump it up. You know? I, that, it's, it's really weird because like everything I'm seeing, I'm like, this looks fucking amazing. Um, but anyways back to, to capcom monster hunter world 2 i feel we're gonna get announced this year for sure i think game awards at this point is the most likely okay. um if the tgs thing hasn't happened already um but then besides that 
We got Resident Evil 9 at some point that will be announced and they'll go down that path. Uh, Mush is getting an anime. I don't think that necessarily means that they're going back to that well for, for games. But a couple of weeks ago, they were even talking about wanting to revitalize some older IP and like really give it the, the big AAA push. Even things like Dragon's Dogma 2, which are like, uh, I imagine are going to do very well relative to that franchise for Capcom. Sure. And are going to, again, hopefully deliver on sales, critic reception, and pleasing the audience. Um, so Capcom's just in a really, really good place right now. So they get to talk their shit this way. And you're right. There's a big enough dump truck that could change that all. But I also think that unlike some of the other third parties, Capcom's just in a really good position to keep doing what they're doing right now. And a lot of that success is based on uh, being multi-plat. Got it. We'll see that when the dump truck shows up. Dump that truck, babe. <laughs> Number five on the Roper Report. Star Wars Eclipse is still alive. Quantic, Dreams in Quantic Dream insists, quote, it's simmering. This is, once again, Wesley Yin Poole over at IGN.com. First announced back in 2021, Star Wars Eclipse has remained largely a mystery since its striking first reveal. Last year, developer Quantic Dream... And this is well, quashed, I guess we're quashed rumors. The game has been delayed and was suffering development trouble, noting it had yet to announce a release date. In a subsequent interview, Quantic Dream CEO Guillermo Del said Eclipse would retain Quantic Dream's fundamentals despite being an action adventure game at heart. But 2023 has so far been a no show, no show for Star Wars Eclipse, leaving some to wonder what's happening with the game. During a recent interview with IGN at Tokyo Game Show 2023 in Japan, Lisa Pendese, uh, vice president of marketing for Quantic Dream, described development as simmering. Quote, can I say it still exists? Because it exists. <laughs> she said when asked for an update, it's just not ready. It's simmering, end quote. Uh, Pendes? Um, Pendes? Pens? Pens? Lisa. What was her name? Lisa. Lisa confirmed to IGN <laughs> that Star Wars Eclipse, like previous Quantic Dream games, such as 2013's Beyond Two Souls, does not have a game over screen. Quote, one of the big focuses we've had when we announced Star Wars Eclipse was to make sure it was clear that this is actually an action-adventure game that has all the elements that you would come to expect and want from a Quantic Dream title, which is intricately branching narratives, multiple playable characters, she said. There's no game over. Anyone can die, anything can happen, and the story sort of continues so that those signatures are still there. But what we've been doing is even more ramping up our expertise in the gameplay arena, end quote. Quantic Dream opened an office in Montreal, Canada in 2021 to help build Star Wars Eclipse. It's currently home to about 50 staff who focus on gameplay. Still, Star Wars Eclipse is reportedly years away from launch, but Lisa insisted Quantic Dream has the freedom to focus on getting the game right, despite now being owned by Chinese company NetEase. Quote, One of the amazing things about working with NetEase is that they're not imposing a re release date on us, uh, she said. Quantic Dream has always released games when they're ready, and I think the high level of quality that you get when you buy a Quantic Dream game is a testament to the value of that approach. And it's the same exact thing with Star Wars Eclipse. So, you will know, but it's too early right now to give any update on it, end quote. Quantic Dream, for its part, has been in the news quite a bit since 2018 due to toxic workplace allegations, allegations that David Cage has strongly denied. In August 2022, NetEase announced it was acquiring Quantic Dream, and the studio has since revealed Parallel Studios Under the Waves in a bid to expand its boutique publishing label, Spotlight. Under the Waves, on my PS5, I have not had the time to play oh, it yeah. with everything else we've been going for. Yeah. I mean, man. You ever play in this game? I, I doubt it, 
Um, but it's a cool ass trailer. Like there's a lot going on in that that I'm like, I'm really interested in that. I like the gameplay style of Quantic Dream games and applying that to this era of Star Wars could be really cool. Yeah. There's so many like more important things and elements to talk about uh, when with Quantic Dream and their games of how they're made and when they're made and all of that. Yeah. So uh, in a perfect world, a lot of the work, the workplace stuff is solved. We're able to move past this. It being exposed the way that it has led to change and people are happier. We don't know that. Yeah. If that is the case, which I hope that it is, I hope that this game does come out. I hope that it's freaking awesome. Star Wars of course, we want every game fits go. video games so well. We've said it a million times, but I think really playing Jedi Survivor earlier this year, seeing the um, presentation for Outlaws, there's just something about the worlds, the weapons, the sounds, the colors, the outfits, everything about Star Wars fits to a video game so well. It's fun to upgrade the things. We understand it. It makes sense. So apply that to different genres. I'm super in. And them even talking about making their games that are traditionally a little bit slower paced and more just like choosing um, like answers to questions and shit. It being more action adventure, I think really does fit with the world of Star sure. Wars. And I'd like to see what that looks like. But yeah, I, I don't know that we'll ever actually see the game. Um, and if we do, is it going to be anything like that trailer we saw? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be fascinated to see how this goes. Obviously, I think I think you will see it. I think with NetEase owning owning Quantic Dream, they're going to want to capitalize on that and make it happen. I do think it's a funny line for Lisa to toss out. One of the amazing things about working with NetEase is that they're not imposing release dates on us. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure, we'll they, I'm sure they aren't imposing a release date. When you launch this game, they're going to be looking at how much money it costs to make versus how much money it made, and then they're going to have some conversations about Quantum Dream's future, I'm sure, after that. But yeah. you do look at them you know, with the publishing label. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, obviously, but I remember when we were at SGF, we saw several games from the Quantum Dream publishing label uh, that it, Under the Waves was one of them, mm -hmm. but they had several other ones in there that were also you know, trying to push forward what that brand would be of publishing, not just development and stuff. So that's an interesting angle for them and a money maker for them as well in terms of trying to, you know, bring in dollars that you don't have to be actively developing for. So you can sit there and focus on this and be a, you know, a multi tiered business, right? Yeah. We always talk about like kind of funny being a stool with many legs. So if you one got swiped out, we could still stand, right? Same thing here. You figure if you have the publishing label and then the, you know, in-house development side of what you're doing, Interesting. And then even the fact of opening the Montreal studio to focus on the gameplay of it, not necessarily the narrative side that they feel they've got covered for yeah. France. Like that'd be interesting to see what it is, but. And with an IP like Star Wars too, right? Like that is a big swing for Quantic. Like and if, the, if it hit on all levels, it would be their biggest, biggest hit ever yeah. easily. So hopefully it does. Number six on the Roper report and final. Switch game canceled over controversial Unity changes. This is Chris Sculling of VGC. A planned Switch port of Ballistic NG, a Wipeout-inspired racing game with overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam, has been canceled due to Unity's recent policy changes. Earlier this month, the software development company announced plans to charge developers every time a game that uses its Unity engine is installed. Despite a subsequent apology followed by an attempt to partially walk back these plans over the weekend, much of the development community is still frustrated at the proposed changes to the terms of using Unity, with some saying it will affect their future projects. Now, in one of the first solid examples of this, the developer of Ballistic NG says it has canceled its Switch port as a direct result of the Unity situation. As spotted by Comic Book, developer... Neo Neonosis. Uh it's like diagnosis, so Neonosis, yeah, I guess. Uh posted an update on the game Steam page stating that the Switch port is no more. 
partially because it would have to upgrade to a new version of Unity and therefore be subject to the new terms of service. Quote, Nintendo has a rolling Unity version requirement for game releases, and we're already behind this threshold by two years, the studio says. Two weeks ago, this wouldn't have been an issue. No doubt there'd be have to there no doubt there'd be some pains in updating Ballistic NG to run a new version of Unity again, but it would have benefited us in the long run. By the time we'll have a Switch version of Ballistic NG ready, the threshold for Unity versions will exceed the new versions that Unity are publishing are pushing their TOS changes with. And we currently have no confidence that they won't try pulling another move or pushing back to their original plans under slash beyond this new TOS, end quote. Because of the uncertainty, Neo, Neo, <laughs> diagnosis, Neosness, uh, says it has abandoned its plans for the Switch version of the game. Quote, despite Unity's efforts to recover after their PR disaster, there just isn't any trust and security for us to continue moving forward with newer versions of their tools in the foreseeable future. That's interesting. The wipeout dev was Psygnosis. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Got it. That's fun. Fun little spiritual thing. Um, yeah, we're going to see, I think, a couple more news stories like this coming up of uh, the, some of the smaller devs dealing with the Unity fallout of how this of all went. And yeah, you know. A vote the, of no confidence in Unity. Exactly. These are the ramifications of the actions Unity made. I feel like there is going to be that push and pull of like levels of trust and what that means for developers' future games. What I think is the, the more interesting question is when is or if one of the big dogs is going to come in and like invest in a, an open platform, an open source way for developers to just make this stuff like similar to what we see on like the audio side of things like with like Audacity on the Internet or um, like uh, OBS. Okay. You know, so you mean a free game creation tool to yeah game creation ah, game creation tool to allow specifically smaller teams to be able to get in without these barriers because that would just benefit everybody at the end of the day like over time right to make those investments in all of this to get sure. away from having to deal with being at the behest of a unity or a unreal Epic. whatever yeah, it yeah. is right like i feel like just with how video games have been the direction they've been going and the amount of money being made and i feel like the amount of money in the hills of indie games specifically in steam games and yeah. those type of things i feel like that that's been a major shift in the last decade and a half or so and i feel like it's only more and more uh being game game fronts storefronts right for people to buy games is like so common now in a way that it didn't used to be and i feel like the sooner that an, a microsoft decides to invest in all of that I mean, I think Microsoft's actually the perfect one, right? Sure. Specifically with the ecosystem that they've built out. Like, I can see a lot of wins there. But that also requires investment and money and all of that. But and it's not in the investment to get it up and running. It's in the investment of taking it at a loss, right? As you try to win people over to come make games on it, which yeah. would be an uphill battle. Because people, that's the big problem with Unity, right? Where it's like, people have been so invested in the platform and know it so well to change this it it's not just easy as switching oh we'll jump to unreal then totally but i mean i feel like and this is less the open source side of the conversation but forever uh, adobe creative cloud adobe premiere was like the de facto thing and it still kind of is but in the last couple of years um da vinci has been kind of like taken over because it is free and way just more accessible to people gotcha. so i feel like we're seeing a lot of the of that type of tech trending to a more open free um way to to go and i feel like the like this the game engine stuff i 
to me feels like the next step in all of that. But um, I don't know how close we are to that world, but I do think we're getting closer when things like this unity situation last week happened sure. uh, because it takes people being upset and ironically being united to um, commit to whatever the new thing is and investing in that new thing and taking that new thing seriously. Um, but that's how you get to the point where we're at with OBS, where it's kind of just ubiquitous with uh if you're streaming you use obs yeah yeah and i think you know the other interesting thing would be to see how epic responds to all this because you know they're watching you know oh yeah they're also the one who have been Mm -hmm. pioneers tip of the sword on dialing back rev shares okay we'll take less money we're making so much we'll do this all right we'll give you more money if you're making assets inside of our engine to then share in other games and yada 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 like they're watching all of this with bated breath and i'm sure weighing how they want to respond to it and what they want to do with it yeah because but, they can make some huge wins there. You know, yeah. they come out with a really clear, concise message of like why they are the right choice going forward. And, you know, again, Epic has done such a great job of diversifying its verticals of what it owns in the industry. And for Unreal Engine being one of them, the Epic Game Store being another, going head to head with Steam of all things, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in addition to that, obviously their games themselves and kind of having the shining star example of what a live service game looks like in the form of Fortnite. Like they they have it all, man. They have the the game, the revenue structure, the IP, like the store to buy it on, the thing to make the games. Like, damn, and they own Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real one. That's the real feather in their cap. Tim, I'm excited to see what game engine wins out in the end. That's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops today. Where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today. These doomed aisles is in early access on PC and El Paso elsewhere comes to Xbox one, Xbox series X and PC. We might remember that one from the GDC stream we did earlier this year. New dates for you. Resident Evil village for iPhone 15 pro is out October 30th in Flintlock. The siege of dawn has been delayed till 2024. Have you seen any of the videos of this? Yeah. Resident Evil on, on iPhone yeah. Pro Max? Woo. They happen to me. Man, it's, uh, I saw uh, someone playing with like a, a USB-C out to HDMI so they could just play it on their TV and play with a, a real controller. Whew. Tuck's there, baby. Yeah, it is an exciting time. We're right there, man. Is that a new one? Is that the No, new one? it's not. I'll have to tell you the whole story later. Really? Not I got a story there. about mine, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I got fucked. What happened? I fucked real bad. You want to talk about it off camera? No, the, the short version of this is uh, I apparently like my auto pay wasn't like my card changed at some point. So it wasn't going to the right place. And yeah. I was never notified. It just canceled it at some point. So it's tough. So now are you having to go through and like, do I had the... to fucking pay this whole thing off. It's a disaster, man. I just, I really am upset. For... Can you believe what? That the exact same thing happened to us. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I might have done a little bit of you know loan f- fraud. It turned out, but they they were very understanding about what? it. What? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Let's talk. What? You can't just <laughs> say that on air. I'm a character, everybody. I'm Greg. I'm your friend. It's a whole thing with me, Jen, and social security numbers. It, it's very much a uh, innocent air we made. But then it was the same thing that our credit card changed because everything was fine. Nobody cared. The credit card changed. We never noticed that it was like I, w- I was bathing Ben and I went to do it. And it was like, you're rejected. I'm like, why am I rejected to do it? And then I got the email from them. I was like, you know, not paying your loan. It was the reason why. And I was I went to my credit card. and I can see I went. Th- I'm like, here's it happening every month. And then I got to about a year ago where it was like, oh, it was doing two of them a month. And then one, it just went to one. 
because the thing changed for Jen's card, but we didn't know. And so I was like, oh, what the fuck? I blame them. This is stupid, but whatever. I've already, I've, I've gone through to fix it. They're very nice people over there. Yeah. I appreciate them. Uh, deals of the day for you. Cause I already did new dates. Yeah. And deals of the day for you. It's steam schmup fest starting today. Steam schmup fest celebrates the spirit of timing power-ups and lots of bullets with discounts and demos on current and upcoming shoot 'em up games of all kinds. Grab deals on uh, a bunch of schmup games. So go do that. If you want that. Ladies and gentlemen, we ask you. Watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games and youtube.com slash kind of funny games to keep us honest by going to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong <gasps> and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. And we pitched a perfect game. Nothing's on. Hell yeah. We're done. We did it. We crushed it. We killed it. Everybody's happy about that. That's fantastic. Uh, it is a brand new week here, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow will be me and Blessing. Wednesday will be Blessing and Andy. Thursday will be Blessing and Tim. Friday will be Blessing and Steve Saylor. If you are watching live right now on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, do I have good news for you? And YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. We're going to do the whole post show. We answer the YouTube super chats. We hang out. We do all that jazz. And then we're going to go see what the kids are streaming. What are the kids streaming today? The stringing Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts baby. Today, Mike's getting back into it. But of course, this has been kind of funny games daily. Each and every week down a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show for free at kind of funny.com slash KFGD. Then tune in to watch us record live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games and youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, of course, then if you want to catch it later, youtube.com slash kind of funny games podcast services around the globe. <gasps> No matter where you get it, please consider going to patreon.com slash kind of funny, where of course you could get kind of funny games daily ad free. You could get the ability to watch all our other podcasts record live as we record them. You could get those ad free on demand as well. You could get more than 300 episodes of bonus content, including a 10 minute Greg way I'm putting up later today. And of course you could get some cool, cool merch. But I guess really you'd get the satisfaction of supporting a bunch of clowns you like to listen to talk about video games. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. Yo, what up, dudes? What up, dude? Gray, I know you you were saying that you might need to go prep for the next thing. Yeah, but I can I can see. Let's we can do a quick run through of chats. Okay, see if there's let's some do that. Chats for me to do. Because uh, while we do all that, I I sent yeah, you want to dip. I sent you two things to Asset Spirit. Really quick, Mike. Yes. Stop hopping on the chair. I didn't hop. I didn't hop. I saw you do a little jump onto the chair. Put the instant replay. I'm on just saying. I'm just saying, man. You were complaining about a chair that would that would slowly sink down, and that, I'm pretty that sure that chair was six years old. Everybody in the office said that it chair was the six same age as the rest of these chairs. The whole chats. They're, they're not only saying that there was a hop; they're calling it the yam slam. Wow, the yeah, yam boy. slam. All right, it's, it's, all right. You no bring the chair all the way up, and then you hop on it. And Chad, I wonder I why believe, that one chair broke. I can't believe you would do that to me, Chad. I can't believe you would do that to me. There is something going on with that one's little ring. This but, one, yeah. yeah. Nick uh, recently put a bunch of rings. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, we do have one. His little legs can't touch. Super chat for Greg Miller. Actually, a couple. Super chat for want, Greg I Miller. I didn't want to leave yet. Yeah, we don't want you to leave. It's the first time that you two have been on the show together with me in a long time. I haven't seen you in a long it's, time. I man. haven't seen you in weeks, Greg, and I've seen some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Greg, I'm coming back for a weekend. Heard that I, I've seen some shit. All Greg. I've seen on the soccer report was uh -huh. uh, Leanza was almost blinded. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> yeah, that was it was a horrible time. Cardi Blessing, but uh, a great time. Mm -hmm. That was his Instagram. Soccer. Uh, went over to Oakland for a concert. 
Went back to Oakland for an A's game. Wow. Folsom Street Fair on Sunday, Greg. Oh, my God. You're out That's here on pumpkin patches, and I'm over. I'm, you know. You're seeing some look stuff. At that You're seeing some shit. Did D come out? D did come out. Shut the fuck up. All right. Well, now we get to tell this story, Mike. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. last Friday, Greg, it is final moments of the day before we're all going home for the weekend. Yeah. And uh, very few people left in the office. I don't remember the exact group, but um, I know that uh, Roger was there. Nick was there. Joey uh, was there. And, and Mike. And Mike was, you know, doing the Mike thing, kind of just like pressuring everybody around to like go do a plan on the weekend. And that plan this time was go to the Folsom Street Fair, which they went to last year. They had a great time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike was like inviting Nick and Nick was like, I don't know. Like I, I got to spend time with D and he, Mike's like, no, we'll, we'll get D to come too." And Nick's like, there's no way in hell that that is going to happen. And Mike goes, let me call her. Give me a call. Just give me five minutes. I'll make it happen. And we're like, Oh my God, Mike, whatever. You know how Mike, yeah, you, oh yeah. you can hear all this happening. Nick goes, all right. Hey, I'm a caller. Nick calls D on speakerphone. Hey, you're on speakerphone in the office. Everyone's listening. Oh, Mike wants to talk to you. Mike, proceed. What do you do, Mike? I charmed her up. Yeah, of course you did. You're Mike. Hey, how are you doing? How was the vacation? Are you feeling good? You're looking good? That's great, D. I got a fun one for you. We're going to Folsom Street Fair. And she said, I'm in. She said, I'm in. And she said it in this way. She was like, you know, I'm in. And we all lost our shit because it made no sense. He did it. He did it in less than like a minute and a half, and it was Maybe one of the most our impressive belief things. belief that D doesn't like to do anything is really she's just like us and doesn't want to do anything with Nick. Yeah. I get it. I get <laughs> it. You know? Yeah. You know what? You're going to love this. Took her to Square Pie Guys for the first time. God damn it, Nick. God and damn she it. had wings, and she loved them. Nick, she's like, these were incredible wings. Nick doesn't treat this woman correctly. You know what I mean? Nick's lost, man. We, we had so lost. much fun. I can't wait to tell you all about that, Greg. But we okay. have questions for you sure. from, of course, the Cotton Funny Best Friends here. For our Super Chat post show where you can get involved over on Twitch and on YouTube. Of course, if you're on YouTube and you're watching, you can Super Chat in. Or if you're on Twitch, you can resubscribe just like 8-Bit Luis did with the resub for Tier 1 for 34 months. And that's a Tim question, so that will be hold for just one more <laughs> hold, second. But before, before we get into the questions, I, I want to show Greg this before he leaves. Okay, show Greg uh, Barrett, I sent two pictures to assets if you could bring them up. Yeah, which one do you want to show uh, first? Show the one with the, with the Volkswagen first, please. Mm. All right, just uh, a second. On uh, last week on Remember Blank, we were talking about Pokemon yeah, Go memories, and like that, just, of course, went back to just Pokemon memories in general. Oh, and wow. I brought up the uh, the Pikachu Volkswagen that went around America. Yeah, uh, back in 1998. Look at me. That's <laughs> you. That's me on the right. Wow, stunting, looking like a goddamn boss. Now, <laughs> I've happen. never seen you look like that. That's yeah, crazy. yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> Seeing this picture, I was like, this is a bad picture of me. Who's the one that, who's like the shadowy best friend? Yeah, and, that's the like, piece of shit. That stole all my Pokemon cards. That's the guy. It's just like that's clearly wow. a, a spirit yeah. haunting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I I will never forgive him. Um, but. This was uh, my mom took us out like this. It was somewhere up in like Marin. So it was like back in the day, but like a 30, 40 minute drive. But that sure. felt like a road trip. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. And we get there. Um, and if you bring up the next picture, look at this fucking esports pro gamer out here. All right. That's me in the red. Oh, yeah. Shirt. See, now that looks like Tim. Gaines. Yeah, that, that's me with my, my cool ass Beatles bowl cut. Um, but we were sitting there link cabled up. This was a freaking Pokemon tournament, man. Oh, my God. That's yeah. amazing. Made it past round one. That's got amazing. Destroyed. It was, I think, like 60 rounds. I, I did not like make it at all. But pro gamer, baby. Love it. I like that. That's pretty incredible, Tim. Very incredible. Greg, Superboy Prime versus Injustice Superman. Who wins and why my money's on Prime? Superboy Prime. 
I mean, oh, he Captain punched Sam. he punched the universe so hard he brought Jason Todd back from the dead. Injustice Superman don't even wrong killed a bunch of people and that's rad, but like okay whatever and jonathan kent is going to show up and hug justice superman like he did in this you know his current ongoing great story though great stuff i love that but no superboy prime michael m costa writes in and says greg should definitely talk about the x screen on the x cast we just got done recording the x cast that will post later this week a very special interview you don't want to miss out on so greg just briefly tease them about your X screen experience we'll talk about it on next week's x cast you and i but tell us uh, how did it go two words Game changer. Oh, okay. Oh, and you've had a lot of these before. So why this one? I've had a lot of. You've like, had screens editions before, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, this, it pairs so well with the series mm. S. Okay. I want to come on and I want to talk not only about the screen but the S in general and how okay. impressed I am with both of them individually and together. Okay. okay. But yeah, I, I like I, that. Let's let's book me for next week's X Cast. Right. Put them on the next the week. Quick, we'll quickest question it. I have is yeah. the, this S. Which is beautiful. I talked about this. I've never seen it before until like last week. And I was like, God damn, this is a sexy little guy. Mm -hmm. uh, you add the screen to it. Very cool. Very portable. Whatever. I have such fear, Greg, of being on a plane and having to plug that thing in. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And like, I, I just always have a fear on planes of power not being consistent. Sure. And that doesn't really matter when you're charging something. Yeah. But when you're literally plugging in a console, are these fears unfounded? Unknown. Oh, I would tell you that on my experience on the lovely Air Canada... Uh, not, it was not an issue. I, I, I was ready for that as well of like, I remember, and it's one of those things where when you have a bad experience once that just becomes experience. Yeah. So I'm talking about like a decade ago when Virgin America would like cycle power, yeah. where not every seat, every seat had power, but not everybody got power at the same time. They would like do some weird cycling thing. And that was a long time ago, but it so it was like, I was ready for that. Never happened. Played for, you know, at least Ben's entire nap on both flights. That was like two hours. We'll say right there, two and a half. Just playing, no problem. Uh, you know, I'm going away again this week. Uh, I'm going to take it with me again. I uh, Probably. It's a very quick trip. I might just talk this, toss the switch in the bag, but I'll see. But if so, I'll give you a, a report on what a regular United flight's like. Hmm. Hell yeah. I didn't know every seat had the actual full well, Not every in. seat. It's you know what I mean? Like, like what plane are you on? How old are the plane? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I saw you do that, I was like, I don't remember the last seven flights I've had ever having that kind of plug-in. So but yeah, with all due respect, cool. you're like an idiot on a plane. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm flying spirit. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Me and the people are flying the spirit. People. We're just we're trying to make it. Okay, okay. fair enough. Fair uh, let's keep it going over here. Gotta, the, that's where they get you, Mike. They uh, it's the hidden fees. You know, it's like seventy five uh, <laughs> seventy five extra bucks, and then they'll put in a little uh, uh, power charger for you. Uh, a bit Luis writes in for you, Tim, with a resub yeah. of Tier One for thirty four months. Says Tim, did you see the new limited edition transparent analog pockets coming out this Friday? I think I'll finally have to cave and get one. I did, and oh my god, it, it it was one of those things where I, I had to throw my wallet away. Be like, oh, Tim, no, don't get, away get from access. Me. I mm -hmm. do not need this thing. I do not. Yeah. Um, if it was a slightly different shade of blue, <laughs> I would have fucking done it. Mm. But I'm I'm happy that I'm not in love with the blue that they have. See, but then I look. At I it, don't know that blue right there in this in this picture is kind of hot. It's pretty damn good. Oh, now nice. I, I have my white one, and uh, I love it dearly. Um, I, I would highly recommend anybody that at this point is looking at this and like, I'm kind of interested, do it. It's a great investment. This thing is absolutely beautiful and the hardware is unrivaled um, and they're very hard to get. But it seems like they're getting a little, a little easier and they're putting out a whole bunch of different editions. They just did the glow in the dark one, which is really mm -hmm. cool. So good on you, Analog. Look at that green one then. Pondre writes in for Greg. We have two Greg questions. Greg, how did you get baby Ben to sleep on planes? 
Uh, you know, we're incredibly lucky that baby Ben's just been a great sleeper from the start. You know, it was we learned really early on. I'm talking within the first two months, maybe three months, whatever. But I mean, I'm probably two months, honestly, of to not talk to other parents about sleep. Because, like, Ben was just so great at going to bed and staying asleep. Mm. Like, when he's early, early, like, maybe yeah, he'd get up in the middle of the night for a diaper I'd have to change. But uh, Ben never had the, knock on wood, crazy sleep schedule you hear. for Like, we've had friends, or we have friends, I should say, that are going through it now. You know, it's like every 30 minutes they have to get up and take care of their baby. And we never had that. So we never did it. So with Ben, it, it's just as simple as, like, we try to time out his schedule to make it work, which is impossible. But it is, you know. You wake him up at five in the morning, four in the morning for these flights we're taking to Canada, and then you're taking off at eight. You've already got three hours on the clock. You get on there. He watches some stuff. Then, and especially now, now he's almost like he has an attention span now. So this was a fun trip compared to last year's trips or even the beginning of the year trips, where it was more of like he couldn't watch. He like he'll watch the TV. He doesn't get much screen time at home, so he's excited to see TV. Uh, he would hang on to that. Then it'd be a couple of times walking up and down the aisle, saying hi to everybody, playing with his little truck. And then, yeah, you usually feed him and put him in there, and he would just sleep in his car seat. He's awesome. So, yeah, I really don't have any things for it. It's, it's sim- very similar to Cole, who's just like the fucking, like all the, you know, Portillo peed in the house the entire time Tim knew him. Like, it's, it's, he never grew out of that. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, Cole's got it. He, Cole had it down, like, week one. Yeah. Where I was like, I was prepared. I was, I'd psych Jen up. I'm like, we had to take this dog out every three hours. This is gonna, Cole's fine. Sleeps through the night. Doesn't worry about anything. Doesn't so mean like, this fucking psycho compared to Portillo. <laughs> We got some questions for Greg and Tim together, and then a whole lot of questions coming in. Tokyo Arcade writes in and says, where does Greg get his nice shirts from? He's looking so good. This one is an Old Navy one. Thank you for liking it. As you know, I am in the collared shirt Greg era. That's something we launched before uh, I left. Uh, We made a big deal. We bought a bunch of new shirts. And then uh, what we did is we cleaned out the closet downstairs where I kept all my other shirts. Got rid of a bunch of old collar shirts from like the dressy occasions, but then found a whole slew of things like this. One. I was like, oh, I forgot I even had this down there. Washed them, put them upstairs in the real rotation. So now I got even more collar shirts up there ready to go. Vintage, but never worn. Yeah. It's that thing I probably wore this like two date nights or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But now it's back. What's For Greg and down? Tim, where did you get those floral blazers from? They fancy as fuck. Um, ASOS. Mine was ASOS. Macy's. Nobody believes me when I say that usually. Yeah. There was a guy I remember at backstage. I forget which one of you was with me backstage. WrestleMania was me. Yeah, and the guy was like, "Where'd you get them?" And Macy's like, "No, you didn't." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. was like, "He wouldn't believe me when I was saying Macy's." <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Macy's. ASOS I also is got a great flannel that I love a lot, and I got it from Costco. Costco. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Costco. That gray. Got, I mean, we see Costco that gray one. Stuff. It's on my Instagram uh, from the pumpkin patch. I went to Costco yesterday, and I looked over, and I was like, "That looks like Sean Finnegan." I'm like, "That is Sean Finnegan," and it was a weird surprise. Tim, I'm here. It, yeah, but because he he lives in LA, I know. So I was like, "Whoa, you're here." At was Costco. he visiting his family or girlfriend's family? Girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. But still. Can we all get Costco hot dogs today? I'm thinking so. I mean, dude. I think we all pile in the car. My treat. I'll buy everybody a I'll hot I'll tell dog. you what. I did that last week. We Mark. haven't done more Let's Costco's. I, Costco IGN used to be a huge deal. Yeah. Oh, they get the pizza, get the hot dogs. I feel dogs, like we need to do this. I mean, I'm down. We'll take a look. The problem is you always stream so late. Yeah, but I'm not streaming until 2 o'clock today because huh. that's the big program update. We're going to be doing some other stuff until I can stream at 2 p.m. So if you're looking for the afternoon stream today, don't forget there's an update in your Twitch chat and YouTube chat, but we will be back at 2 o'clock. So we will go on a little bit of a break until we stream this afternoon. Uh, let's jump into some of the chats. And, of course, Greg, if you need to excuse yourself. I'm doing the thing where I'm working the while I'm next to you, so it's Feel free cool. to do that. I got a this Aaron is awesome shoot, dude. Lime writes in and says, what do you think of Xbox's plans to charge the same amount for a cloud version of their console while removing their disk drive. Phil might say they're old plans, but 
They're under a year old, so that seems set in stone. So, of course, talking about the consoles, the updated version, looking towards the future, removing the disk drive. How do you all feel about that? I mean, I think it's just a sign of the times where we're at. You know, I'm probably the biggest physical media enthusiast at Kind of Funny. And even having said that, like, I understand where we're at. Mm -hmm. And especially with physical media at this point, kind of just being a farce where you need to download shit anyways. Um, it's, you know, people always want to talk about, oh, the world's not ready for it. It's like, well, the numbers kind of show that it is. So I'm not surprised by this at all. Same price, Greg. That's uh, the big question right here. Same amounts for the quote-unquote cloud But version. it's two terabytes, right? Like, there's a bunch two of other stuff going on. I don't going think up. it's, I don't think it's worth pointing, just being, oh, they're taking away a disk drive and charging the same price. It's, I, I had to open it because I, you know, I listen to you guys a little bit, but mm -hmm. I need to keep up with what's going on, right? Like, you're getting more out of it or different things out of it. Mm -hmm. And it's not cloud version. It's just a digital version, says yeah. the Warren Games. So, yeah, I, I think, again, I'm with Tim. Like, this is the way it's marching and the way it's going in it. Whoa. Just lost hearing in one of my ears. Oh, okay. Guys, if I might die. I've been there before. Keep broadcasting. <laughs> I, for a second, I thought something went wrong with my headphones. Then I'm like, you're not wearing headphones. Not wearing right? headphones. Uh -oh, you're just okay. talking. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Chat, go ahead and WebMD losing your hearing in one of your ears real quick. See what happens with that. It's back. That's great. I mean, with that, Tim, mm. of course, the physical guy. Yeah. Do you anticipate them now making an external disk drive, selling that on the side? I do don't. you think there, when will be the moment where they truly rip the bandaid off and just say, hey, it's all digital now? Well, Do you think we'll hit that era? Okay. Uh, these are real questions here. These Alan are Wake real two. questions. Oh, okay. okay. It's digital only, right? Oh, I don't have that. That is a great question. Like, that was, that was a story. I believe so. I believe it is. And their uh, reasoning was to keep the price to 60 or whatever. So only two. Digital only. Starfield. Was there a physical version of that? Yeah. Yeah. With the disc? I don't think so. Shit, was there not? Was it just? I don't think I, so. I, I'm I think of the a lot of the Xbox Constellation games Edition not, was just yeah, yeah. the steelcase, wasn't uh -huh. it? Uh huh. I don't think they're making discs on a lot of those games. Alan <laughs> Wake Two yes is digital that. only. We're just getting yeses, but I, <laughs> I don't remember how I phrased it. If yes is good or bad, there is. I work at GameStop. Okay, so there is a disc version of Starfield. So Starfield there, but Alan Wake not. I feel like that's kind of that shows kind of where we are with. Uh, this stuff where we're getting big ass games like Alan Wake 2 that are digital only. Okay. But the Starfields are still physical. So we're not all the way through this yet. Lanky Dragoon. See, nobody knows because no one buys physical. Correct. When you're right, you're right, Lanky Dragoon. Yeah. Who needs it? I no mean, when, when, when are we doing it, Greg? Getting rid of it next, all? Next, edi next edition? I think you'll keep all. Two editions, when's it over? Two editions, I think, may be fair. I don't know. It's like, will it ever think of how PlayStation's seemingly getting ready to do it, right? Where they're going to move apparently to a PlayStation 5 that is just discless, but then they sell the disc attachment. I think that's going to be the trade off, right? But I think the difference there is that is Sony still trying to push to a, a Blu ray market where Sony cares so much about mm -hmm. that stuff. And Sony mm -hmm. is the forefront when it comes fair. to 4K Blu ray players, and the PS5 is the most popular 4K Blu ray player. So, with that, I feel like they're trying to hold on to that part of the market. That part of the market is plummeting. So I don't think it's going to be too too long. And I, I don't think Xbox puts out a disc drive reader. Really? Because I think they're in a different market. Yeah. That's an interesting one, Tim. Yeah. I'm excited to see the future. I know it's fun to read the comments because a lot of people are very torn on this. Right? A lot of people hold true to the discs. A lot of people say that internet in certain areas isn't yeah, up to yeah, stuff yeah, yet. Yeah, but like... Yeah. 
I don't know. It, the way it's trending, I feel like we're doing that. You know, we're moving towards it. I want to read we'll a, a comment from Twitch comes Moloch who says, only disc in my PS5 is Anne of Green Gables DVD. Lowell, my wife was watching it. Yeah. How fucking old is your wife? <laughs> Moloch, are you, you're what, 79? She's 84? <laughs> what the fuck is going on at this house? Uh, Tyler Ross writes in and says, Mike, I need to hear about your snarky She's puppy 34? Tim and Greg, I was taken. Did she leave the Amish farm and you're slowly introducing (laughs) media to her? Like, what the fuck is going on? Put in the Sopranos, for God's sakes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Snarky Puppy was not She's a librarian. Oh, no. no. Moet, just get out of this relationship. Did you watch watch Love and Sex stuff? Oh, no, I didn't. We were talking about first dates, and the guy was like, you know, they're just expensive and trying to save money. Like, what are some other options? Tim? Go to the library. That's not what That's I what said. said. That's what he said. That's what I fucking said. And this motherfucker starts dying before it even like get like get through my point. <laughs> but also, a date though. T- take more dates to the library. Oh, I would. Yeah. I, I, I could vibe with that. We yeah. had a good time, man. You got to watch that. That was a good one. Roger brought it in there. But you walk up to the library and you, and you say, "She's like, can't help you." Yeah. Uh, where could I find some good books to read? Well, fuck it. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what you say. That is you what set you say. the fucking tone there. You know what I mean? Oh and then fucking Anna God. Green Gables library is like, oh, goodness, and faints. <laughs> Hasn't even fucking seen the state. You know what I mean? She doesn't know what's going on. Butt chugging the sun. Butt chugging the sun. Greg, another great one you got to look up. There's, I don't know if I do. There was definitely some people butt chugging the sun when we were mm-hmm. when we were out there mm-hmm. on Sunday. Sky writes in and says, Tim, I dreamed you and I were driving around to find some Scarlet Violet 151, nice. but didn't have any luck. Oh, man. I mean, Are you having luck, Tim? Are your, you worried? Your dream was probably meeting me in reality because that was my weekend. Oh, no. Mike, it's been rough out here. I had, I mean, you know how this shit goes with these goddamn Pokemon cards. Had hella shit pre-ordered for 151. Very excited for the set. I've been talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, only one of them have arrived at my house so far, which oh. is concerning. That's never Because there, there should be closer to 10 different okay. packages coming. Okay. Yeah, We're yeah. going to next Tuesday, not tomorrow, but next Tuesday, me and Mike doing a big 151 opening stream. I'm excited about I'm that. Very, very, oh, very excited. So I'm, I'm trying to get as many as possible, but right now I just have one ETB. So, okay. so we'll see. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I went to a couple targets and shit. No dice. No luck at all around here. So It's wild out there. Yeah. When are we getting this kid into some cardboard? <laughs> you know what I mean. When, when do you think what? he'll be he'll be into Pokemon cards and Digimon cards? He while we were up in Canada, I, I went, saw it. I went into yeah, the yeah. Uh, the old the old uh, le pharmacy mm-hmm. and uh, needed to get le diaper wipes. And I also on the way out saw le hockey cards and I bought hockey cards. Bought so some we hockey went, cards. We went to a brewery, yeah. had some poutine. And we put, I, I opened these up and Ben like playing with them. So you're, you you got you're on the track We're again, on. y'all hemmed and hawed and bullshitted about his birthday presents and the horrible things you want to get to torture me. Mm-hmm. Get him some Pokemon shit, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. out there. And okay. to your and to your point, Tim, I think yeah. you called it on the podcast. You're right. Of just like Jen showed me the invitation and it says, you know, g- g- don't bring a gift or whatever. I'm like, don't bring a gift. She's like, he's got too many toys, and also it's 2023. You have to write that in. People are still going to bring gifts. And I was like, oh okay, yeah, that's a social norm I don't like. Yeah. You know, I don't want, I, I, and if you didn't bring a gift, I'm going to be like, that's oh, cool. I'm not going to be mad. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Wait, sorry. What side are you on? What don't, what don't you like? I bring a fucking gift. He's a kid. Yes, bring a gift? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. Wet cool. blanket gin. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I'd say now, I, I, now, don't get me wrong. I, you know, wet blanket gin, it's a problem. 
It ain't Anne Green Gables over no, here. Okay, okay. It ain't this okay. poor man. Anne Green Gables. This man's 34 years old and married to an 87-year-old librarian. Yep, yep, yep. Goes uh, to bed at 8 o'clock, goes up, blows the candle out, oh, rolls shit. over in her giant little nightcap. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> 13 hey. cats in the fucking house. Hey, chat, everybody, I need help. I'm trying to find a high-res version of the background of the 151 set. Where it's like this this beautiful like white with a lot of colors of the silhouettes of all of them. I want that for the background on the wall, but I can't find it. But I know it exists. It has to be out there. Out. So yeah. if anybody has the hookup on that, please tweet at me at Help Tim Gettys. Yep, I like that. CJ writes in and says, "Will 2024 be another empty year for Sony first party?" Greg another. Miller. Another. Another. When was the last empty year? This year? Is I mean, they're, 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 yeah, they're counting this year a little bit, right? So what, 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 it, yeah. it hasn't been banger after banger after banger. Okay, right? You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, it's Spider-Man. I'm, 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 hey, I'm just going to say I refuse to allow us to talk about this year for Sony being an empty year. When we're getting Spider-Man 2, we got the Horizon Fantasy, DLC, which isn't a first party, Final but Fantasy is exclusive. Is, yeah, it might as well be like, get out. Nah, nah, nah. Get out of here. No. We need to have realistic expectations. And this is coming from me. Master Hype and all that stuff. But Sony delivers. And when they deliver, we need to praise them and be excited about it not be like oh man we're only getting oh man we only got these two great games three great games yeah how many, wow. yeah, how many did you really get first party this year this year how do you many? want to count uh, vr oh it's, yeah yeah give me so give me put, first you, party i mean products. i wouldn't i mean i'm gonna tell you it's great but call of the mountain right you have call okay. of the mountain out there right uh you have uh then the dlc so gorilla burning shorts yeah, exactly, that exactly. Thing uh then you're gonna have spider-man 2 okay um, uh, this word always gets weird. You, you, you only want first party, first party, first party. You don't, first do you want party. second party? No, or no, 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 no first no. party. I mean, that's really where we start tapping out, right? In terms of what the first party PlayStation Studios did. I'm forgetting okay. one though. Or, no, yeah. Hell Divers is coming next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, like, so yeah, you got three big ones, and then of course, like Tim said, Final Fantasy 16. That's exclusive. That is Sony first party. It feels like so. Yeah, there's a big one for you. I said. That's a big one for you. Yeah. You got you got four big games. I mean, again, that's a game a quarter. We're getting. I mean, like we're, you know, if Spider Man Two is awesome and is game of the year quality or eight point mm -hmm. five, nine point whatever, like, are we're happy, right? Yeah. So it's like I'd rather the quality over quantity. I don't need to go back to PS3 where it was. Totally. Hey, every month has an exclusive, and some of them were fucking twisted metal. And I was like, I don't, I do not need this. I did not want this. This is not a successful platform. And I think we're also spoiled coming off of. Uh, the way COVID backed things up and screwed things up, right? So it was, you know, remember we had one month was Ghost of Tsushima, and the next was last was part two, right? Like mm -hmm. we had like crazy other way around. Sorry, we had that's we had wild. them stacked up and stuff like that, where it's like that's not normal. Yeah. I think I think honestly the other the other you wrinkle also had to this Final Fantasy VII remake. The other wrinkle to this is the fact that so many people are hung up on not knowing. I think not having a phase two for the PlayStation five is what a lot of people are hung up on. And what they do have is fair games and mm -hmm. uh, Concord and a bunch of stuff. Maybe they don't necessarily want if, I think if you had ghost of Tsushima two in there, you had Sony Ben's single player IP, I'm guessing in there, you had a naughty dog IP in there. I think there'd be less scuttlebutt of like, Oh, it's a disappointing year. I think it's the fact that they do, PlayStation VR is in there. This games as a service things in there. We're still waiting on Spider-Man. It's a great year. Yeah. It's been a, an amazing year for video games. I would, I'm happy Nothing else has come out in a year that is so jam-packed with awesome games, whether they be first party or third party. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that this year's a quiet year for PlayStation. And so looking at next year, there's a potential for it to be quiet, but I still don't think it's going to be. I think we get Wolverine. And I think even just getting mm. Wolverine in addition to these other things, like getting one giant game from one of the, the big dog 
uh, studios from PlayStation Studios, I think that means it's not a quiet year. Not to mention you'd have Final Fantasy again. Exactly. Final Fantasy Rebirth. Okay. Uh, Jordan writes in and says, to all kind of funny best friends, I will be at the Overwatch League Grand Finals this Nerd! week. Catch me in a nitro rifle jacket. And if KF needs a reporter, hit me up. Why, oh, since you're wearing a nitro rifle shirt, why don't you have Andy Cortez be Why hit, hit him up. Get him to fucking pay you. Turncoats, each and every one of you. We have new merch available right now. Yeah, you buy very, that very yet? Cool. You're going to wear that to the thing? Get the Jabroni Line shirt. Looks great. Anthony R. writes in and just says, just open some One Piece uh, collection Nerd! cards if you don't have enough 101 <laughs> or 151. A lot of One Piece cards out there. Oh, yeah? A lot of One Piece cards. It's great. Scoopball420 writes in and says, Panam! Playing Cyberpunk, getting ready for <laughs> Phantom Liberty. Oh, just Pan shouting Am. out one of my faves. That was probably my biggest heartbreak of just rolling a new character and jumping mm -hmm. into the DLC was that I didn't have my girl Pan Am with me. I didn't. I couldn't check in with her. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I want. I, she was my lover. You know what I mean? I committed to her in my real game. But I missed yeah. her. Okay. I like that. I like a little that. breaking non-news here for us. Non-news. Naughty Dog tweets out uh, Last of Us Day is tomorrow, so they're doing a stream at 9 a.m. Pacific featuring announcements focused on art, merch, and more. While we're honoring the series' 10-year legacy, we will not be discussing any future game or TV show project. So, Damn, 10 years. Yeah, wow. 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 Bangs McCoy writes in with a Prime Gaming sub for 19 months. Will Miles need to pull a Peter from the multiverse to stop Insomniac Spidey when Venom consumes him? A lot going on there. Yeah, I think I, I think you're, uh, you don't need to even toss it out that much. I just think, yeah, it's going to have to be Miles stops an enraged, symbiote-infested Peter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but not, I don't think multiverse. So. But he, I thought he meant like multiverse style, where it's like... I, I, what I, I just thought he meant the latest Spider-Verse movie where Miles had to... Will Miles need to guy. pull in a Peter... My apologies. My yeah, apologies. Yeah. No, 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 no. We won't do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do not think there's going to be any any multiverse stuff in the Insomniac Spider-Man games, and I really hope there's not. Okay, that's a good call. I'm excited for that game. Right around the corner. You played it? Oh, yeah. I did. I'm very excited for it. Oh, I can't wait to play. Did they it tell yet. you when they're sending us copies to? No, they didn't. Works. Kind of funny, best friends. Of course, the big alert for all of you is there will be no afternoon stream until 2 p.m. West Coast, Best Coast time. We'll all play some more Kingdom Hearts with you. So we will be going quiet for the next couple of hours here in the studio. But you'll have a kind of funny podcast recording. Greg is back. Nick went to Folsom Street Fair. Andy did Andy things. And Tim will talk about me going to concerts and all that jazz. Wow, uh, yeah. He'll represent me. I will. Uh, kind of Funny Best Friends, we'll catch you all back here at 2 o'clock and on the podcast. Goodbye.